Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're practicing getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we are going to continue to explore the ABC model, which I introduced in yesterday's episode. More to come on that in a bit. First, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. I'll ring them, you listen, and watch the effect. Okay, so hopefully you feel a little bit more grounded. I like using the bells as a way to center our attention, even if it's only about 10 seconds. Doing that does help refocus us and get us more present, which then makes us a little bit more receptive to whatever the message in the episode is. So I do think there's some practical utility there beyond just feeling a little more grounded. In yesterday's episode, I introduced the ABC model, which you can listen back to to get more of an overview, but a very brief recap is that the ABC model is part of cognitive behavioral therapy, which is one of the most widely used, if not the most widely used, uh, therapeutic modalities that are out there. And uh, what it stands for is activating event, belief about that event, and the consequence. And the reason this is useful is it provides a framework for us to understand where our responses to any given situation might be coming from, uh, and also gives us an ability to start to shift those, which I'll talk more about today. I also mentioned yesterday that this has a lot of overlap with um, what we talked about in episode 5. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I do believe that uh, really any change that we want to make starts by being able to see that space between stimulus and response. Because quite simply, it's just the opposite of living on automatic pilot. So to be able to shift anything first requires having some awareness of why we're doing what we're doing and what are the uh, constituent elements and how are they relating to one another, creating some sort of outcome. So the ABC model helps us explore that relationship of stimulus response a little more closely, specifically through the lens of how is a particular belief conditioning a particular response. Your task yesterday was to simply become aware of that process. When something happens, what's your belief about it, and what is the consequence? You get into an argument with your spouse. The belief is that if we argue, we must must have a terrible relationship. The consequence is you spend the rest of the day thinking that you might need to get divorced. Having an awareness of that belief is the first step, but this model served uh, as a framework to actually start to shift those beliefs, and that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, The first step that Albert Ellis, the man who created this model, uh, encourages when working with those beliefs is to start to assess them. In any situation when there's an activating event and you notice the belief or beliefs come up, Ask yourself, which of these beliefs are self-enhancing, helpful, 
and which are dysfunctional and not helpful. And this is a, an important first assessment because just because we have a belief about something doesn't mean that it's bad. There are many beliefs that serve us in a, a really useful way and we might want to continue to hold on to and utilize. Uh, although I do think it's helpful to always keep some spaciousness around these beliefs uh, so that we can challenge them in times where they might need to be challenged. But in general, when we're assessing in any given moment and doing this kind of work, uh, we can trust that some of these are going to be useful and then some of these are not going to be useful. And I would use your, your own intuition when uh, making this assessment because, you know, it's impossible to have some objective truth. So all of this is going to be informed by a subjective lens of what feels useful and what doesn't feel useful. So when you start to see like, oh, wow, this belief isn't useful. It's not serving me. It makes me crankier. It makes me feel more dysfunctional. It makes me angrier. It makes me sadder or more depressed or less energized or more in a victim mentality. Well, then now you have an opportunity to work with that belief. And if this is the first time you've ever done something like that, it can really be a, a, a powerful process to go through, liberating, really, because you you do get to see that when I change my perspective, when I change what I believe or think about a certain situation, it does quite literally impact how you feel and the kind of actions you might take. So let's just go back to the example I used earlier. You're having an argument with your spouse, and let's say it's a, a relatively new marriage and things have been going fairly well up until that point. And let's also say you came from a household where there was never any arguing, uh, never any yelling. And so there was this idea that uh, a good marriage is calm, quiet, everyone gets along, and if there's tension, it means that something's wrong. Okay? So you could see how that could develop a certain kind of belief. So now you're in the argument, and the belief is, like, this shouldn't happen. This isn't what happens in a good functional marriage. And the consequence of that, of course, is going to be now fears of, is this marriage going to work? Uh, is there something I did wrong? Is there something they did wrong? How did I find myself caught in this situation? I should have thought this through before we got married. All of these different thoughts, emotions, fears can arise, right? Just based on that one belief. Now, we can assess that belief and go, all right, is this helpful? Is this not helpful? Or maybe just in general, is this something that I want to challenge? And so let's say it is. We see we have this belief and we want to explore what could be a different belief. This is where you get to be creative and imaginative and take on totally new perspectives that maybe you would never think to take on. So maybe we're brainstorming and, and we think, okay, well, maybe arguing is good for a marriage. Maybe we take the perspective that, uh, the belief that, you know, being human is tough and being human with another human is even more tough. And coming together and like sustaining that over time does mean that there's going to be tension. And argument is kind of like the pressure cooker of that tension. And instead of it being off like this is a natural part of two people being together and sorting through their stuff and is actually a healthy way to explore our own emotions needs and come to some collective resolution well okay so that's a very different belief system now with that belief when the argument 
arises, instead of it meaning that the whole marriage is falling apart and we made a huge mistake and now what's going to happen with the kids? So there's the understanding and the consequence becomes like, yeah, this is this is what happens in a marriage. This is what happens when two people come together and they work through their stuff. There are going to be tension points that arise and the argument is the commitment to work through those tension points. Cool. Well, I'm not here to say what the right belief is or whether that's a right belief or wrong belief, although I think that's more along the lines of a, a better belief. That's just my subjective opinion. doesn't matter. The point is that you can see how shifting the belief then would shift the consequence. So this is the next part of the ABC model that I want you to work with. You've, you start to become aware of what these beliefs are. Again, these show up in any given moment, no matter what you're doing, where you're doing it, who's around you, alone, with other people, whatever is coming into our field of awareness is going to be filtered through some sort of belief system. So there's infinite opportunity to play with this. So you first notice a belief and then you start to explore, is this belief helpful in my life or is it not helpful in my life? And if it's not helpful and you want to challenge it, say, what could be a different belief? And have fun with this. It's really important to be playful and creative and imaginative. We talked about this in a prior episode where um, it was the the mindset shift that changes everything. Where what if we took the perspective that things were happening for you rather than to you? Well, that's a different belief system. And when activating events or any sort of stimulus is filtered through that belief system, it's going to create a different consequence, one that is more empowering. So just start with one thing today, one event that happens, and it's probably helpful to f- something that is created some tension or stress or overwhelm or a, an intense emotion. Sit down with that event, ask what was the activating event, what is the belief I have about that event, and then what was the consequence of consequence. And if I were to shift the belief slightly, what, how, how might that shift the consequence? It's pretty simple. You don't need to worry about having any huge radical breakthroughs, and you also don't need to shy away from them if they do happen to be huge radical breakthroughs. Try it out, have some fun, and enjoy. You're doing great. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care. Hey, hey, welcome to the after party. Few announcements today. Yesterday, I talked about the potential of shifting the format of this podcast, where uh, instead of it being daily, we would do five days a week. Um, that one is still up in the air. I'm not sure about that yet. But the main shift would be that there would be one longer episode on a Monday that's introducing a central topic for that week and then three shorter follow-up episodes along the same theme, and then a Q&A that would specifically, most likely be a- addressing that topic for the week. So essentially creating a-, a theme for each week that we can deepen into rather than a lot of different topics. And that got a lot of positive feedback from people. I received a lot of messages on Instagram, on email, uh, and on Facebook, and uh, most of it was a resounding yes, I like that. There were a couple of people that weren't as into it. I think there was some fear about the longer episode, 
Um, but just know that that would just be one longer episode and we're not talking like an hour and a half. I'm not sure how long it would be yet, but I'm thinking 20 to 35 minutes. I like it because it allows me to think a little more deeply about certain topics. And there are a lot of bigger topics that feel like they deserve a longer episode. And I'm, I just feel less inclined to break them up into several dip, different episodes it's like a, they they almost need a, a flow. So I'm still exploring it. Uh, if you have strong thoughts in either direction, please do let me know. Obviously, I am listening to all of that and taking it into consideration, and it will require some planning. So uh, I'd like to do that planning sooner than later. Um, if you're not part of the Facebook group, do make sure you join our Facebook group at Practicing Human. That's where a lot of these conversations happen, and I get a lot of that feedback. If you are listening, uh, well, it's December 18th when this is launched, 2019. If you're listening before January 3rd, 2020, well, you're in luck. Cause I, or, and if you're also in the New York area, I am doing a book signing um, at Book Review in Huntington on Long Island, January 3rd. It's a Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. I would love to have you there. Uh, just search for that on Facebook to RSVP. It's a free event. All you have to do is buy a book at the bookstore. I'll give a talk. I'm going to do a signing. It's a great way for us to interact, for you to hear about the book process. Uh, and it's really like the first celebration of it. So if you're local, I, I'd love to have you there. Um, to find that, just go on Facebook uh, and type in book review, Corey Mascara. Uh, review is R-E-V-U-E. And Corey, you'll see Corey Mascara book signing. Uh, and just R RSVP, yes, and then you'll be good to go, and you could just show up. So all the details will be there. Would love to see you. Um, and last two things. One, if you want guided meditations, app recommendations, uh, I have a seven-page mindfulness starter kit. Uh, just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get all of those emails to your inboxes. You could also find that number in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you wrote a review on iTunes. It goes a really long way. Clicking a, a star rating is definitely very helpful, uh, but writing something out is even more helpful and more powerful and also gives other people the chance uh, to hear some perspectives about the podcast. Uh, it doesn't take more than a couple minutes and really does go a long way. I appreciate them uh, tremendously. So you could do all of that at, at iTunes. Very simple. So that's it for the after party. Great, uh, great partying with you. I will talk to you tomorrow. Try out the ABC model today. I'm excited to hear the feedback on how that goes. Reach out and let me know how it goes. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.